tomorrow night, it's the biggest night of the year for podcast fans. Our 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. These are really some of the best and brightest and smartest and most compelling minds in the country. Celebrate the podcasts we've leaned on for laughs, headlines, stories to get our adrenaline pumping, and voices to comfort us. This is a huge honor. We did it! Thank you to my listeners, because without them, this wouldn't happen. Don't miss our 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Watch on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook and listen on our iHeartRadio app tomorrow at 9 p.m. I'm Hillary Clinton. We're between seasons on my podcast, You and Me Both. But this week, we're dropping a special bonus episode because, let's face it, these are extraordinary times. I'm talking to Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi about the violent insurrection on January 6th. I'll also be talking about how we can move forward as a country. Listen to you and me both on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Serious Rap Shit is a production of iHeartRadio. Me and my friend take his rap shit Hey, yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode, this is 163. Yeah, man, 163. It's crazy, yo, episode 163, Serious Rap Shit Podcast, I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, we just uh, talked for like two hours, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a warm-up, you know what I mean? It's like sparring before you... You don't spar before you get in the ring, but you you, you warm up, you break a sweat before wait, you vote, get in the wait, ring. Wait, wait, sound check. Yeah, yeah, you know long I mean? ass sound check. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, serious rap shit podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your host. And yeah, we we rocking in the free world. How you been, Josh? I'm cooling, man. Um, I got my kids with me. Uh, like my son lives with me, but my daughters uh, are here. They're in the midst of moving um, house. Mm. And like the house they're moving to, that they like, um, my kid's mother and her husband just bought, is not like finished or ready to go. Yeah. Um, like like basic shit isn't finished yet. So mm. um, like they still like they're working on like their bathroom and some shit like that. And like the the refrigerator, like the kitchen isn't completely done yet. Like the refrigerator they ordered is too big for the space that oh, like wow. the like the little cubby area where you would slide it into. It doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. So now they like, like kind of recut like the cabinets to slide the thing in there and shit. Yeah. Um, so like they've been with me since last Sunday, so for like a week now. Um, and now it's gonna be another like at least three or four days. Mm-hmm. And um, you know it is cool because I you know I love my kids. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean like just partially is like where I live now. Like we moved here when they were younger. And so, like, right. you know, space was adequate at that point. Now, yeah. space ain't adequate anymore. Like, these, they're Kids all big. And yeah, shit. they're all yeah. too big. So, like, space is a lot smaller. Um, and, and you know, they just, they're home all the time because they don't go to school. You know what I mean? They're in, you know, they're doing homeschooling. So, like, everybody's here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's just a lot of people in the crib. Um, but my... 
my daughter told me so this morning uh, my oldest daughter India came to me and was like dad I wanted to ask you about like this religion and, like I was I was on TikTok and <laughs> I uh, I learned about like I was I was doing some research on this religion because I saw about it on TikTok she was like it's something like black Israel's Israel, Israel I was like you mean he, the Hebrew Israelites and she was like let's go yeah yeah that's it she was like what like what's up with them and I was like I mean <laughs> like <laughs> like I don't know you if you ready real deal yeah like are you ready for this conversation um, I was like they were like cause I was like so they were like dressed up and like you know what I mean like they was professional wrestlers and she was like yeah 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 that was them yeah <laughs> And she was like, they were like talking about this stuff. I was like, I was like, so I, I kind of broke down for her, like, you know, different ideas. And I talked to her, like, that also led to like the Nation of Islam. And like, we talked about a few different things. Um, and she just was like, oh, okay. Like, she's like, I want to say she's been sheltered, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but she has not experienced, like, she hasn't been, you know, she didn't get off at, like, Broad and Gerard and seeing, like, the Hebrew Israelites right. preaching, like, you know That's what I mean? I saw him. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Broad and Alan, it's like, oh, what are these dudes talking about? Yeah, exactly. Like, or she's never been, like, downtown on, you know what I mean, at, like, 12th and Market and had, like, the Hebrew mm-hmm. Israelites out there, like, slandering white folks as they <laughs> walked by. <laughs> Yelling at people. Because <laughs> um, she... A few years ago, her mom was doing that. Um, what do they call that shit? Essentially, like when you go shopping for other people, and then like you know, like the supermarkets and shit like that, you go shopping for. Oh uh, yeah, like Instacart. Instacart. That's what she was working for. So she yeah, was working yeah, yeah. for Instacart, and so um, my daughters used to go with her every once in a while, where she would go like pick mm-hmm. up orders and shit like that. And so I'm talking to India one day. And she was like, yeah, we went to like this really strange place. And it was like, <laughs> we had to go underground. And then like, it was like all these different places. It was like, you know, animals all over, like animals in there and like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, like where the fuck did y'all go? Yeah, like what, what is that? So I asked a mom, I'm like, yo, where'd y'all go? Like she said, y'all was like, had to go underground. And there was like all different types of meats and all types. She was like, we went to Reading Terminal. <laughs> and I was like what and for fo- folks who don't know not from Philly Reading Terminal Market is like the like tourists go there yeah it's like you a food bazaar I mean? yeah regulars you know like, yeah. like you know people who aren't transplants or tourists people who were born and raised here totally go there too but it's like dead smack in the middle of center city yes it is not an obscure place at all <laughs> she was describing like you know like a wet market in like some foreign country and i'm like where did we you went underground yeah. it was a rabbit it was a mad hatter i thought Wait, she took it to i thought she took him to like a cockfight or some shit like i'm like what is going on and dmx was there with people <laughs> and she was like no we just went to she was like yeah you have to go like the parking garage is underground she's like i had to be in there for a little while so i went to a parking garage and she was like and we went to in like we were in reading terminals like where we were at i'm like oh wow like my daughter is like super like she just never she never experienced that shit because i hate like 
so I've driven. I've been driving pretty much all the time since she's been a kid. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. been times where I didn't have a car or some shit like that. But like most of the time that she's like really remembers, I've been a driver. Like I've, I've yeah. been, had cars and shit. So I don't like driving downtown. And also like, right. so like most of her formative years, the gallery was dead. Like what? Like you went down right. there. Nobody was going there. Yeah. Yeah. So there was no reason to like take my kids down the gallery or some shit like that. Um, yeah. So we just didn't go into town very much. Like I ain't go into Center City very much because I hate fucking driving down there. Yeah. Um, so she just had never really been. I don't think she'd been. If she'd been to Reading Terminal, not like reckon like recognizable. Maybe when she was like real young. Right. I just was like, wow, she's really like. And then this the Hebrew Israelite shit. I'm like, I just assume you knew what his <laughs> Hebrew Israelites <laughs> what was. Hebrew Israelites were yeah. She's about that age yeah. when you discover the Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. yeah. I, just, oh, I, I would love for her to get, like, to turn super righteous. Right. On, uh, uh, like, just get, like, super woke off TikTok. Right. <laughs> like, um, That's I keep, the reason why white people have tails. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she just come to me one day, like, you know, you know, grandmom's like, you know, she from the Caucasus Mountains. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like would love know, to see that conversation Dr. Yakub made grandma like you know what I mean dad you don't understand he was a big headed scientist <laughs> and he invented white people like wait what I tried to make my son super righteous before he went to catholic school oh shit you <laughs> was like, like I dropping tried, the jewels on him I tried I tried to be like yo you know you know, black man original man like cream of the planet you know yes. what I mean black man is God and I was like yo so if they ask you like who was God in Catholic school you tell them black man is God he the original <laughs> man, man. <laughs> I know my kids like if I if I ever like God bless us to have kids I know my kids would be like some fucking Carlton ass kids. <laughs> I'm not gonna have like militant kids because I'm gonna be militant. I the most militant dudes, like old heads that I know, like rest in peace to uh, my OG Baba Jim Gray. He's like the most militant, or he was. He passed away. He's like the most militant dude you can imagine. You know what I mean? Like, like not even like no games. He's like an absolute like black nationalist militant. Yeah, all of his kids rejected that shit. <laughs> when they became adults. I'm not calling them like Carltons or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they just they they weren't down with it. You know what I mean? And they kind of looked at him like, you know, like oh, you're like extreme in your views. So it's like the, the whatever you I don't want to say whatever you try to do with your kids, but like I feel like stuff like that. It'd be like the the opposite, like they go yeah. the opposite way, you know. Yeah, he um, he he he's too scary. Like you know, I love my son. He's too scary to be like, <laughs> you know, to be in class and be like, "Yo, the black man is God." Like you know what I mean? Like he he wasn't. So he's not to, like me when I was <laughs> like fourteen. Yeah, 15. he wasn't about to drop the you know what I mean the twelve jewel the twelve jewels on people and no shit like that neither. Um, yeah, yeah, he wasn't giving out today's math on you know what I mean in class. Nah. Um, but, uh, I try to get her to like, I'm like, yo, so why don't you, I was like, yo, you should follow like, you know, some indigenous like folks on, on TikTok and like, you know, learn some stuff and stuff like that. And she was yeah. like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, she's like, I don't want to, I, I just want to follow funny stuff on TikTok. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
right, whatever. Like, <laughs> you'll get woke in your own time. In your voice. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, you'll get woke on your own. Like, yeah. You know, Everybody we all got to go through a phase. If you ain't go through a woke phase or like a hotep phase or like a slightly weird conspiracy theory phase, I don't really trust you. Yeah, I mean, I go back through like, you know, like Facebook memories will pop up. And oh, I'll yeah. go like nine, eight, nine years ago, and I'm like, Oof. oh yeah, man, I was kicking that shit. There's a whole lot of sheeple in my uh, my nine, my eight, nine year ago uh, fucking post, yo. Man, I yeah. After a while, um, I stopped with the like aggressive, like this is the, this is why y'all are fucked up yeah, yeah, like yeah, doing yeah. that shit on social media cause like I just evolved as a person and humbled myself as a person and just you know like moved away from that shit but you absolutely like when you you know start like understanding shit a little bit more it, it makes you like enraged at the world yes <laughs> you're absolutely like pissed off at the world and you're telling like your auntie and your friends on facebook why they don't know shit yeah yeah i i i'm i, I go through some of that shit and i'm just like wow like <laughs> i was really like trying to tell the truth to shame the devil on a lot of this shit and like then I go back and look and I'm like I was really wrong about some of this shit too like yeah that's another part of it you gotta recognize you like man you know I was fucking up like, yeah I- like <laughs> even like respectability politics shit like you know what I mean like I'm like oh yeah. man like I was kind of really trying to police folks on like yeah. you know what I mean shit where I ain't got no business telling nobody to do nothing so yeah you know there's also a lot of like a lot of um popular hip hop slander in Ooh. some of those posts. He was in a backpack weave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I you know, I got that DNA, dog. Like, you know, we came up yeah. Raucous Records, you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's You just... always fuck with Hove though. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Always I fuck remember with us Hove. being very young and like me, I was not nah. like, I, I liked um I liked uh, in my lifetime. I love, I loved in my lifetime. I loved like Brooklyn's finest, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. But I was not sold on Hove at all. And I remember you being like, "No, nah, this dude is nice." Yeah, from like literally from the gate. Yeah, I I, yeah, I fucked on. with Hove like from jump. Um, yeah. So like, and that's the thing. Like, I always wrote like a a popular and underground wave. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You know, I would buy fucking Chino XL tape, but I'd also be buying, you know what I mean, fucking Pac. Like, so it wasn't like I was like, oh man, it's got to be strictly underground. If this yeah. dude has more than like thirty fans, I ain't listening to him. Um, but like, I remember hating like Diddy and Mace. Right. And right. that kind of shit. When that shit got super popular, I was like, I fucking hate this. I remember loving the Fuji's like first record. And then when uh, Fuji La came out being like, yo, this is my shit. And then Killing Them Softly came out. And then white girls we went to school with that used to carry in like yeah. bottles of hairspray that were like this big and they'd be in class like spraying their hair. Yeah. I was like, they was by, they were sitting there singing like Killing Me Softly and they was all about the Fuji's. I was like, man, the Fuji's whack as shit. <laughs> That's, you know what's crazy? Like, 
I was like, I, I have no, you know, qualms about admitting it. I was like super fucking backpacker uh, for a long time. And I did have a lot of like qualms with like popular shit. I think more so it wasn't because it was popular. I'm more because like I love Biggie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? My problem more so it was like aesthetically it didn't appeal to me like a lot of popular music. But I love the Fuji's. Like I I love the first Fuji's record. I remember my cousin, shout out my cousin Quadi, he put me on to them. He like him and his dad had saw them at like they did like a show at like Temple University or some shit uh, before they were like they probably just signed their deal. Um, so it was probably like 92, 93 or whatever, probably like 93. And I remember Quaddy had one of the tapes and he brought it to the crib and he was really the one that like put me on to them. And I fucked with, I still listen to uh Blender on reality. I know it's like not a popular tape, but I still listen to the first Fuji's album. So when the second one came out, I loved it immediately. Shout out to Steve. I remember Steve um, was the one. I had bought something else because, you know, back in the day, you ain't have money to nah. buy multiple joints. A lot of these niggas be on Twitter like, yo, on December, whatever, I bought, you know, Wu-Tang, Tribe, da 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 Nigga, you was selling dope or something. Yeah. You was buying all of them tapes on the same day. Or you lying now. So niggas wasn't buying multiple tapes back then. I bought something else that came out that week and Steve had the uh the score. And I remember we was walking, we was walking up Cotman Avenue. Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know your memory better than mine. I remember he let me hear it in the headphones. I knew it was hitting, and I was like, yo, I know you just got this joy. Can you let me borrow it today? I'ma dub it and I'll bring it back to you till I had money to, you know, to buy one. Yeah. And, you know, I listened to it. I liked it. They was blowing up at the time. But I that was, like, one of the, like, super popular rap records that came out when we were in high school that I really, really fucked with. I never, like, really fronted on them. Yeah, I, I remember when uh, Fuji La came out, and I was just like, yo, I, like, I fucked with Blend on Reality. So, like, when mm-hmm. Fuji La, I was like, oh, this is the shit. And it was much more... In the blended in reality, blended on reality, like wave, then like, mm. then killing me softly and ready or not, and like yeah, where yeah. it was much more R and B ish and shit like that. Um, so when Fuji La came, I was like, oh, this is my shit, and I remember seeing it like on Rap City, and being mm. like, oh, this you know this shit, I can't wait for this new Fuji record, and then like, so back in the day, kids. <laughs> albums used to get like two videos before they were released yeah, yeah. so i Not think like this shit now we're like you know niggas will make either you know like they'll make like oh uh videos for like every song yeah. you got like two joints in the months leading up to yes. them being released yes and then if you were if it was a big enough record you got a third video like mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so I think the record may have came out when Fuji La was still out before Killing Them Softly was released as a video, but it was right around that time. It wasn't like a big lead up. Um, and then when Killing Them Softly came out and it was huge, mm-hmm. I was like, 
you know, that's kind of whack. Like I said, like when the the little white Jones at the school was walking around singing "Killing Them Softly" and shit like that, I was like, it's just kind of corny. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> um, with this shit. Yeah. And then what was crazy was like that's when we talked about last week about them getting like a lot of love. It's like, oh, they're a hip hop band and blah blah blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, fucking Roots is a real hip hop band. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. A lot of my underground, like, shit was big then. Like, I still get, so I still had some of that DNA in me um, mm. back then. Now, like, I'm a much more, much more into popular, like, popular hip hop than, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I can't even say that because, like, what's super popular right now, yeah, I might not even, you know, I might be a little bit behind all that shit. Kids get this shit way before we do. Yeah, a lot of shit. Um, like I love Drake. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I love Nikki when Nikki was on her like crazy run. You know what I mean? I you know now things that are popular. I understand that the game is skewed. You know what I mean? Like people people uh, who are into like quote unquote like underground music always make the argument that you know oh well you know they just they just promote shit. People don't really like this shit. They just promote it. You know what I mean? And it's like saturated. And I get that that there's that to a degree. But I also think that there's something to be said for something resonating with a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't I trust people to enjoy to hear what they hear and enjoy what they hear. You know what I'm saying? So if something's like resonating with like millions of people then I respect that on a deg- to a degree, even if it's just, you know, it, it they enjoy it and it makes them happy. Then it's 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 objectively good in in, yeah. in you know my estimation. You know what I'm saying? I don't like sit back like, oh, well, this thing. Plus, I understand that this shit's subjective. You know what I mean? Shit that hit me not gonna hit you the same way. Mm-hmm. It's just a subjective thing. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of times. Um, in hip-hop but also in other cultures and other uh genres of music outside of rap music you have like a certain contingent that really thinks that their music that they you know subjectively like is like objectively better Mm -hmm. than everybody else's music and that's just not true and I, i meet people because i'm into like the music that i'm into people kind of make that assumption about me that like oh, well, you don't like, you know, popular shit or you think, like, popular shit's bad or whatever. I'm not that person anymore. I was, like, I was, you know, I was I was definitely... And even then, like, I... It was shit that I didn't like, but I, I, don't, I don't think I ever really, like, was, like, downgrading people for what they like. I just like my particular weird corner yeah of music you know what i mean I, I i don't recall ever being you know a nigga that's listening could correct me if i'm wrong but i don't ever recall like browbeating people for shit i'll lie like if, if a motherfucker like you know they're like oh what you think about such and such i'll be on some like nice shit like oh yeah it's cool you know what i mean so as to not be that person because i despise those personalities people who are like uh condescending about music like i hate that shit yeah i'm i i'm so much in the sense of like i'd rather have you tell me what you like than what you don't like so right. like 
tell me, yo, I really love this record. Because then, mm-hmm. like, I know, like, you spent time, like, you've you've embraced this record, you enjoy it, so, like, you're giving me a super honest opinion, as opposed to being like, oh, I just don't like the sound of that, so I don't like it. So, mm-hmm. like, you haven't, like, sat with it and been like, yeah, I just don't like it. Because, I mean, you know, we've seen, like, fucking albums get released at midnight on a, on a Thursday, and at... 12 15 motherfuckers is like yo this shit is a goddamn classic like so right. you know what i mean even absorbed it yeah like you haven't even sat with it for more than 15 minutes how the fuck is it a classic so yeah i think there's a lot of that uh that vibe with me is like yeah i i definitely at one point was like yo fuck mainstream um, but at the same time, like you said, I liked Biggie, I liked Pac, I like, and they're like the two of the biggest fucking artists out. Right. I liked Little Kim. Like, I didn't like the 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 like the glossy, puffy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I also like Jay, and Jay, you know, I know what girls want is a straight puff record. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think it was really kind of just like picking and choosing who I wanted to root for type shit. You know, it's picking and choosing a, a football team. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. Uh, yo, we should probably hop into a break. Yeah, yeah. I was about to grind up Puff a little bit. But yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's take a break and come back. I'm Alec Baldwin. Listen to my podcast, Here's the Thing, on iHeartRadio. It's my chance to talk with artists, policymakers, and performers, like the actress Kristen Bell. And the moment I said, you know what, I have a thing, and it's a quirky, weird, fun thing that can be snarky, and I love doing it, I do it pretty well, why not lean into it? And that is when I felt like I started becoming happier. Music legend Mick Fleetwood. Fleetwood Mac was always about change, so that you were accepted for who you were. Former governor of Vermont, Howard Dean. I took the call in this quavering voice and the other end of the phone says, I regret to inform you that the governor has died of a heart attack and you're the governor. <laughs> that was the end of my medical practice. And best-selling author, Isabel Wilkerson. People would come up to me of all different backgrounds and would say to me, I had no idea that this happened in our country. If you like listening as much as I like talking with interesting people, go to heresthething.org and subscribe now on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who is David Bowie? Well, that depends on who you ask, or which record you play. To some, he's Ziggy Stardust. To others, the Thin White Duke, or Major Tom. But who is David Bowie really? To answer that question, we'll have to go off the record. My name is Jordan Runtog, and I'm the host of Off the Record, a new music biography podcast from iHeartRadio. Off the Record goes beyond the songs and into the hearts and minds of rock's greatest legends. Every season profiles one classic artist, taking listeners on a wild ride through their extraordinary career. The first season examines the life, or rather lives, of David Bowie. Each episode of the 11th part audio event tells the story of one of his iconic personas. Together, these faces form an intimate portrait of one of the 20th century's most influential figures. So who was David Bowie? Tune in to Off the Record to find out. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
boom, right back in effect. Um, so I, I need you to like lead on this uh, next item. Okay, so do you know who Riz Ahmed is, the actor? I've seen I've seen his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so I'm trying to think of shit. He's been in a bunch of shit. Uh, did you see the night of that was on HBO with uh, Michael K. Williams when he gets locked up? There's like a he's like a college kid. Uh, he takes his parent, his dad's like cab. And he goes to a party oh. in the city and meets a chick and shit like that. She ends up like dead. Um, he wakes up no. in the next morning and she's dead. Um, he like Jeez. they sleep together and like he wakes up the next morning in the kitchen. And there's like a bloody knife and she's dead. So like he like runs out of the crib. He doesn't remember what happened because they had got high. Um, he gets locked up for the murder and then the show goes. Um, so that was my first real introduction to him. Um, and he's great. He's, uh, uh, I think he's, well, I don't think he is definitely like, he's, uh, he's a British dude, but he's like Pakistani. Uh, uh, he's, uh, from like his people's is from Pakistan and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he did two movies this year. So there was a movie that, uh, shout out to the homie Raj. He put me down, uh, he sent the trailer to me months and months and months ago. It's called uh, Mogul Mowgli. Oh, word. Um, and it's about a uh, Pakistani British rapper who mm. like moves to New York um, and has like he's doing like this really like like mostly like this political type rap. Um, he talks a lot about like his heritage and like how he's not really accepted in his own home homeland and blah blah blah. blah. And like, you know, talking about like, you know, basically like the immigrant issues in, in England. Um, yeah. And he gets like this opportunity to like open up for like this big time. I'm assuming he's probably like a British rapper. They don't really like classify. They just say a dude's name. They don't really classify, but it's going to be a, uh, a European tour. So yeah, yeah. he... Uh, he flies home. He had, he hadn't been back to England in or like back to London in two years. So he flies back home to London before the tour, the week before the tour, and like he's like interacting with his family and some of his family like are like yo, you know, his name is uh, he goes by the name Zed, but his name is Zahir, Zahir, and like some of his like. Uh, cousins or whatever just like yo you kind of sold out like you went white boy with the Zed and blah 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 and like he's like kind of he listens to like one of his first uh, record like first joints he ever recorded on like a cassette and like it cuts off after he's rhyming and it goes into like more traditional like cultural music right oh yeah and then all this like you see him like have some issues with his leg and it turns out he has like this autoimmune disease and he could um and it's like threatening the fact that he's like getting this big opportunity to open up because now like he's supposed to go on tour in a week and now he's not able to like move like the one side of his body type shit right right um the crazy part though is it reminded me of your situation when you got sick a couple years ago because he mm. keeps saying to the doctors like, yeah, but like I go on tour next week. Right. <laughs> and you right. kept saying like, yo, we leave in like a month. Like I'm going, I'm going to, go to, to India. India. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so 
it's I think it's excellent. First of all, Riz Ahmed I think is an amazing actor. He's great in this. Mm-hmm. Um and ties and fits with the podcast because it's about rap. Turns out though, he was in a rap group called Sweatshot Boys. Right. With Heems from Das Racis. Oh shit. And so when Raj sent me the trailer and I watched the movie the other day, I sent him a text like, yo, you should check out the movie. The movie's really good. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, so shout out to Diabolita on, uh, uh, she's somebody from Twitter and Instagram that like I have like a rapport with. And um, she mentioned like, she was like, yo, serious rap shit should do a deep dive on Sweatshop Boys. And because she mentioned this other movie that he's in called Sound of Metal, Riz Ahmed's in called Sound of Metal. Yeah. yeah. Um, where he plays a drummer who um, is going deaf. Oh, wow. So um, it's a great movie. People should check out both uh, Mogul, uh, Mowgli and Sound of Metal. Both of them are great. I just watched Sound of Metal a little while ago, a few hours ago. It's a fucking excellent movie. Um, and the way they like uh show um like the deafness mm. is unsettling but in a good way and like you you're you get into it like you know what yeah. i mean it I'm sounds like, like go ahead i'm oh, sorry God. i just was, i've been looking for like a good like some good new films to watch too yeah both of these are great and sound of metal is on amazon um, Prime. So, like, if you have a Prime membership, you can just sit and watch that. Um, yeah. Mogul, uh, Mowgli, you know, there's some back ways you got to get it because it's only available, like, in England right now. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a UK streaming service. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some back ways to get to that. Uh, it hit me up on Inbox and I'll let you know. Um, but uh, it's it's really good. Sound of Metal is really good. Like, the they show you like the gradual hearing loss of like it sounds like he's like w- like if you ever go underwater and like mm-hmm. that sound where like you can't like it's all like watery yeah mm. so like you start off with that and to the point where it's like complete silence and shit it's a great movie though it's really yeah. good um uh i definitely would say check that out um mm. but so uh she was saying like yo you should do a deep dive on a serious rap shit deep dive on the sweatshop boys and i was like oh i forgot I saw something else he was in, and I, I saw an interview he was in, and he mentioned that he rapped, mm-hmm. and I forgot about it. So and she was like, yeah, he used to be in a group with Heems, and she's from Queens or whatever, so she was like, yo, shout out Queens, you know what I mean? Shout out Heems. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, shit, I should check that out. So like, I text Raj, um, like, yo, I, yo, did you know that he was in a, I didn't even know he was in a group with Heems. He was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did some production for them. Oh shit! So they, I was like, "Yeah, they down with the homies." Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit! What a small world!" Like, um, because right. I know Heems is the homie. Like, I know Heems is uh, Raj homie. So um, Heems is the shit too, yo. I, I fucking love Das Racist. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, that and that song all of a sudden I, it must be like a TikTok thing because uh, I'm at the Pizza Hut, I'm at the Taco Bell. Right, it's I've got seen like that in some resurgence. Videos. Yeah, it's right. got some resurgence. So like, it must be like a TikTok thing or something. Um, you know who put me on to them? Um, and I think you were there one of them nights. Uh, we went up to Brooklyn and was performing. I think it was the night we were at like Don Pedro mm-hmm. with like a lap and all of them. A lap. I remember that night. A lap played. Uh, 
He played uh, Das Racist, uh, the song Who's That Brown. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. yeah. Being like, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? He was us, Das Racist. And he played uh, Jay Paul. You know what I mean? And I was like, who the fuck is this? He's like, yeah, it's this Indian dude named Jay Paul. He's like, Dilla meets Prince. Yeah. And I was like, Shh. <laughs> <laughs> So he put me on to like two people that night. That happened to be of Indian descent. Yeah. That, you know, whose music I fucking love. Yeah, shout out to that. Um, yeah, he, uh, so, like, yeah, I was just like, I couldn't believe it. And, and like, Raj was like, yeah, I did some production for them. And I was like, wow, that's like Crazy. so weird. Like, just like the, the, the small circle. Um, right. But uh, he's, it, it's, um, so I checked out some of their music too. I checked out some of Sweatshop Boys music, and it's dope. Um, yeah, like Riz can rap. Um, Riz can right. actually really rap, um, and Heems obviously can spit. Um, and uh, so it's dope. I would just like I say, you know, if anybody, you know, just real random. Shit, I think their last release was 2017. So I mm. think that would be. So Riz Ahmed is in. Uh, Rogue One, which is one of the Star Wars like spinoff movies, mm-hmm. I think like that's the year or maybe the the year of or the year after that movie comes out. So like he's already in like huge projects at that yeah, point. Um, and there is a lot of mention. There's some mentions and stuff of like him being like you know something something on the red carpet, like you know what I mean. So right. Um, but it's dope. I love to see that like this dude is really getting some love um, because he's an amazing actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. An amazing actor. Um, he's really good in both of these projects, Mogul Mowgli and Sound of Metal. Um, I would definitely say, hey, listen, man, we ain't getting a lot of new movies no time soon. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Got to find where you can find it. And this is really, really, really good. Uh, both flicks are dope. Um, I would say right. check out both of these joints. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, I don't know uh, if this is actually going to happen. You know what I mean? It's, the Versus uh, has, like, announced, you know, they, they've, like, teased different yes. uh, lineups or different matchups or whatever. Like, a, a few weeks ago, they were saying, like, oh, Tribe versus Outcast, And, like, everybody in our age group and up got really excited about that um yeah, but all the reptile function was uh reptile dysfunction was cured <laughs> you know what i mean niggas was brolic <laughs> <laughs> for tribe versus i honestly i no would rather see needed. tribe versus that at all i, I would <laughs> rather see uh tribe versus Dela, but you know whatever yeah um, oh man oh, and that, that makes sense the yes. native tongues, yeah, you know what I mean. Dela is is it would be hard for a tribe because Dela's consistency has been yeah definitely real crazy. But um, apparently, uh, Lil Kim and Foxy Brown are gonna square off in a versus. Yeah, I uh, saw that. Said Foxy's brother uh, was talking about it um, on the app uh, Clubhouse, and he said like, "Yo." Uh, the paperwork has been signed for them are, to do a versus. Are we gonna have to like get hit with the times and have like TikTok and uh, and Clubhouse accounts now too? 
I, maybe. I mean, I can't get it because I think it's only for like iPhone people, right? Oh, really? I don't know. Dog, I'm heard. so I out the loop. Android. Like, I, I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I think they let Android niggas in that club. You know, you know exclusivity, bro. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I keep the riffraff. Yeah. <laughs> Android, Android is definitely like, you know, the black forces. Smartphone. Gotta keep so, listen, yeah. man. Gotta keep them green it. bubbles. Gotta keep them green bubbles about the uh the club, dog. Like this we go, just can't fly. We gonna talk uh Kim and Foxy, but when we be in the group chat like me, you and Raj, y'all be like liking and loving shit that I say. <laughs> I'll be like, man. Or y'all be liking and loving each other's stuff. And I'll be like, man, I can't even do that. Okay. <laughs> And I love like if you see me on like uh, Facebook, don't follow me on Facebook. But if you see me on Facebook, I heart react like everything. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like love, care, heart react. You know how how vicious I would be with an iPhone <laughs> heart reacting everything that people send to me, but I can't even do it because I use a, a fucking Android. <laughs> Gotta step the crazy. game up, yeah. Yeah, That's yo, the cell phone I, game up, yeah. No, I can afford one. I just ain't. <laughs> I just ain't make the move. <laughs> you know I feel you. Yeah. My mom but, uh, wants the uh, the razor, the new razor joint. That's like the touchscreen really? razor. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She went to the store. I took her to the store to see about it, and they was like, "Yo, it's fifteen hundred dollars." She was like, "You know what? I'm perfectly fine with my iPhone. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I will stick to this iPhone." I just I've I've been using cheap phones since like '98, and I can't I just can't justify like the money for it. Yeah, that's you all still, it is. It's it's a mental justification. You still got the Jones? You could just like break apart like in Breaking Bad and shit. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My shit still got like snake on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, was, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But um, apparently on Clubhouse, uh, Foxy's brother confirmed that her and Kim are going to do a versus. And as somebody who fucks with Kim and Foxy, I'm all about this shit. Yeah, listen, dog. I I remember like all the talk about them having beef and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then like them popping up on the cover of uh, The Source. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunate side note: whoever did the makeup for them on that joint, like it was bad. Yeah, I just remember ain't, that. Ain't never did makeup for black folks before in, in mm-hmm. their life because that shit was terrible. It was bad. Um, but I and they just were talking about like, oh, there's no beef. We love each other. Blah 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 blah. But like at the time, they were two of the most prominent women in the game. The music industry has a very long history of like pitting, you know, like top women against each other. You know what I yeah. mean? They do like they still like they were doing that shit with Beyonce and Rihanna, and like you know what right. I mean? They like, still do that shit all the time. They do that shit with Nicki and uh, Cardi, and like mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I would love it just for the simple fact that like both of them got crazy hits. Man, what's going to happen when Kim play like? Quiet storm. Oh, and the, the boot cut, the boot cut contingent show up to, to represent. She gotta play that, and then Foxy gotta do the bang bang verse. Listen, it might be it on. might be more tense than when Gucci shouted out killing <laughs> Jeezy homie. Like it might Jesus. get worse in there because like I don't Yo. like if people don't know who people who are listening if they don't know. 
there was a legit shootout at Hot 97 mm-hmm. between like the different crews. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, shout out. I jokingly said this on the internet earlier. I was like, yo, Swiss and Tim trying to settle every beef and rap. But they, it seems like they they moving into this space where the versus already, you know, has been like a celebratory thing. Yes. It's been like, oh, you know, uh, I, I love your catalog. I love your catalog and, and like camaraderie and stuff. But it, are they moving into a space where they're like try, really trying to like reconcile people through music? Because like I, Kim and Foxy wasn't fucking with each other for no, a while. No, not you know at all. what I'm saying? Um. I wonder because I also heard that there's a chance that they're doing a dim a Jim Jones French Montana one, right? And I know like they were obviously on a track together on the last um, French Montana record, so like they've obviously kind of like squashed their beef anyway. Um, but like those dudes like were at war with each other, beefing, yeah, yeah, and like again, actual violence jumped off between like the right. crews. Um, I think in that case, I think French just has more hits on deck. Right. You know what I right. mean? I, I mean, I'm not, I don't know too many people who were into the Jim Jones vamp life that he was on for a while. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. uh, a Foxy Little Kim joint, I think. Yeah. <sighs> like, because they have undergrad, they have like hard, super hard shit, but they also mm-hmm. have like party records. Like, you know what right. I mean? Man, Kim, I feel like I feel like Kim has it. I feel like Kim would take Foxy. Well, Foxy got a lot of songs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. dope fucking songs. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Kim has just a deeper catalog. Mm-hmm. But I will say, man, Foxy has some like uh the I say yeah, I say yeah. So it's like yeah. She has yeah. some joints there, yeah. like you know, you got "I'll Be Good." That's um, my shit. I love that fucking record. The uh, joint with Black Street to take me home. The joint with Cisco that was on like one of the, uh, you know, dog, chill the fuck out. Sorry, the, the fucking <laughs> my kid's dog like bursted in the room right before Your we dog started is recording. Wilding right now, yeah, like and, <laughs> she heard Foxy Brown and like, <laughs> yeah, too. she started getting lit. <laughs> um, but uh, so like. Foxy got the joint with Cisco that was on was it Nutty Professor soundtrack? I think so. I got, I could be wrong. It's on that one of the soundtracks. Right. Yeah. Like so Foxy got hits too, but Little Kim do got like she was she got, oh, man. over the like dog, she throws on if she throws on the all about the Benjamins verse. Mm-hmm. Like what what does she got to what does Foxy got to respond to that? That's the thing, too, because a lot of Kim's stuff resonates with, like, young people now. That Push Your Lighters Up joint. Push Your Lighters uh, Up. The one, um, uh, A.O. Tim Man, the jump off. Yes, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Crush on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that Crush on you and the jump off. I don't know that Foxy got no records that hit as hard as those maybe like ain't no nigga maybe yeah you know what i'm saying it's 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 gonna be ill uh to see i wonder how many joints foxy has to you know to like really go at kim for for the distance i mean speak foxy can run 
like the firm record from it was written um yeah. she can run the firm actual shit couple things from the firm album uh, I mean she has shit but like Kim has shit from like Junior Mafia joints and mm-hmm. like shit with Biggie and like you know she, she run like don't want dick tonight you gotta uh-huh. eat that pussy like dog what is like you yeah. know what I mean like it's hard yeah. it's hard to run with Kim you know it's my shit uh, that Kim did um, the joint where uh, it was on the I think it was on the Sunset Park soundtrack and then they put it on uh, hardcore but it's like uh, if you ain't sucking no dick mm-hmm. we don't want Man. it we don't, don't want, want it, it. Yeah, that's yeah. why she, <laughs> she played that shit it's, she got she got a lot of fucking record, a lot of fucking records yo yeah yeah she like like you said you got crush on you it's like it's hard responses man like I'll be good is a good record like it's a really good record or I mean she's got uh, the joint with Blackstreet um, uh, like she's That's got hit. yeah she's got shit but like that the China Doll record had had some hits on it but wasn't as big as like Kim's second record like yeah. Kim got the joint like the I Swallow You Like a Sprite Can record mm-hmm. like she got shit like you know what I mean so I don't know um, it would be close the no matter joint, no matter what, da, da, yeah, da, no matter that what shit. shit, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Plus, know. she's got this the, um, she's got the uh, the Moulin Rouge joint. She's That's got be rough. She's got the uh, the joint with Angie Martinez when she riding around on a goddamn uh, uh-huh. <laughs> on uh-huh. a jet ski, man. Like, she's got so many records like that's the one thing is I think Kim was featuring on a lot more shit mm-hmm. than Foxy was at the time she like, was jumping on everything yes, yes. the Benjamins Dog, it's, she can, no, it's no record now that's harder than the Benjamins No, that's what I'm saying like she played the Benjamins I don't think Foxy has a joint that can like compete with the Benjamins yeah you know what I mean? Maybe the bad math on uh, the the firm joint. <laughs> the firm shit. You know what Foxy shit I love that I never really hear uh, that much about the shit uh, where she's doing like the hook on It Was Written. Watch them niggas that go yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah, and make yeah, sure yeah. you do what you're supposed to do. That's That's like in the top to me, you know, in like the tier of like, like, uh, dope songs on it was written it was written as a masterpiece yes anyway uh but like that shit's like in the top third of my favorite songs from it was written i love that shit. i love that beat i love her hook Nas is like killing it on that shit yeah i i think when it came out a lot of people were kind of fronting on it because the beat was a little smoothed out like some r&b shit but like i fucking love that record like she could play that and just do the hook and I would be, you know, I would be pleased. Yeah, that she has, she definitely has records. Um, but I just don't know because Kim was on so much stuff, mm-hmm. man. So much stuff. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like Foxy features like that, and there's yeah. not a ton of them. Like I said, like I mean, listen, they play Bang Bang and then play Quiet Storm, like. 
I think Quiet Storm is gonna just win straight out on like people know that record more. Like, right? Bang Bang was right. on like the second CNN record. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's um, what a lot of this is. It's like people recognizing the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you exactly. Know, it's popularity. I saw somebody. Um, <laughs> I saw somebody on like Twitter or something that was like, "You wake me up when MF Doom does a versus." So I'm like. Like, because we were talking about like trying to get Jay. It was like, yeah. you know, and if Doom would smoke him, I'm like, how? That's not even the format. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. What are you talking about? Yeah, no. Nah. On top of the fact that like Doom probably wouldn't show up, he'd pay somebody to show up in <laughs> the Doom man. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, like, it, it, exactly. Like, I'm a hip hop fan, and I can't tell you, like, I know Doom records, and I know Doom when I hear them. But yeah. I mean, I don't know Doom catalog, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that's just I because... know Doom catalog, and I'm saying like, nah, yeah. it wouldn't go down. Nah, I mean like you know me and you said this before. I mean, I, I like you said Beyonce, the only person that could run with Jay, like yeah. you know what I mean. Maybe Drake. Yeah, I was about to say Drake, and that would be a generational thing. Like my kids would be like Drake one. And I'd be like, no, nah, yeah. Jay won. Like, you know, I mean, I love Drake, Jay, yeah. but like, Jay won that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's so hard because he's been fucking releasing records, like his own shit, since 96. Mm-hmm. And like, 444 was like, I don't know, three years ago. Cause we were doing a podcast when 444 came out. So it was at least like three yep. years ago. So, yep. you know, <laughs> like, that's a long fucking run, dog. That's a 20 year run. How many people got 20 year runs in them? Right. You know right, what I mean? Like, pretty much nobody. Yeah, L. That's about it. You know what I mean? L. They got to get L on one of these. Yo. Yeah, L, like I think L. L. Got multiple eras that he like, was hot in. You know what? You know who actually might be able to give L like run with L because of the like the length is a Buster. Mm-hmm. Because Buster's been around for so long. Because like you like we that talked would about be before. Perfect. Yeah, like. You know, if Buster plays PTA, like, like you know what I mean? Like, who's, you know what I mean? Who's been around that long that has songs that are sound similar to PTA and shit? You know right. what I mean? Um, right. L has shit. That, I mean, L has shit even older than that. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I just hope he does. My head is like a Sharks fan. That's how, I, as yeah, long I as he does that I, record. I hope he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I love L, but Deep like, is Lewis, my head is like a Sharks fan. That's just a classic, dog. Motherfuckers was really just like, man, motherfuckers was just cutting <laughs> checks for whatever. I right, before we uh, we should probably take another break, but yeah. uh, before we do that, um, I have to give a shout out to uh, Musu Bangora did uh, a, a beautiful piece on Lil Kim's hardcore. Since we're talking about Kim, yeah, um, you know we've been talking about my piece for Halfway Books for uh do you want more but like her piece on hardcore is really fucking exceptional if you haven't bought it if you bought mine you gotta buy this one yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like it's really incredible um i believe if you uh find her i think it's uh musu the stallion on uh on twitter, twitter. yeah i think I'm that's gonna, what it is yeah i'm gonna double check real quick because i'll be fucking up people twitter ads yeah musu uh or you know or at uh, Kilamusu, and you can find her site and get her uh, her, her joint on hardcore. Yeah. Really fucking good. <laughs> like, you know, there's so much. Uh, you hear so much about like 
you know, like the state of like rap journalism or whatever, and people complain about it. There, there are, you know, valid complaints, absolutely. But like, there are so many talented, gifted writers working right now. This shit is like, it's not even funny. And it makes you like my backlog of stuff to read is crazy because so many yeah. like talented writers are working. And her piece, like I said, it's like, I couldn't praise it high enough. It's like really exceptional. Like, absolutely. If you're in the Kim and if you're in the hip hop and if you want to read a brilliant writer really uh, taking like a deep look into how gender works in hip hop and how little Kim's legacy has, has really reshaped the culture as we know it absolutely uh by this this halfway books piece on hardcore is like really fucking good yeah i mean there's so much to talk about that i want to i want to grab all of them um i really do mm-hmm. um you know money's kind of funny we're getting close to the holidays and shit but um yeah yeah absolutely uh, I do want to grab uh, all those records, all those uh, ebooks, because all those records all are, are like open for deep dives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Everybody got busy on them too. Yeah, specifically that hardcore record, because um, it's such a snapshot at a time. Right. Like, right. I mean, I know motherfuckers who was stealing people's sources. Because of that <laughs> promo picture that was because in of there. the promo, like, yeah, 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 like you know what I mean. So there's like legit like stories to tell around that record. You know what I mean. Yeah. Plus, like Biggie passing right around that time, and mm-hmm. like so much, like so much. Yeah, Kim. So. Um, I I think that Kim does to a degree get her flowers, but not nearly enough because how many like individuals, I understand you had people like producing on the record and, and, you know, uh, folks helping to, you know, spread the word about it and everything. And nothing's done, you know, just by one person, but Kim more so than most MCs, most like elite MCs really, by like her own like power of her persona and the music that she made, she really like shaped rap into something different. You yes. know what I mean? And we're kind of like, we're really um, in a period now where we're like uh, reaping the benefits of that. You talk about like, you know, all of these like rap acts that are like really popping right now you know uh men women and otherwise you know what i'm saying you kim really opened the door for like a lot of people i think that she opened um our our ability to express like sexually in rap music she uh like really shook up like our gender politics it's it's like so much of what rap is now can be directly traced to Kim. Like you talk yeah. about like the fashion and the wigs and all of that stuff. And that stuff is significant and it it absolutely comes from her blueprint too. But like the like how hip hop as a culture works is different because of her specifically. And I I, yeah. I don't think that that gets talked about enough. Yeah, her cultural impact is across the board in hip hop in a sense of like 
it wasn't just like fashion. It wasn't like it wasn't these singular things. It was a whole, you know, a whole piece. You know what I mean? A yeah. whole pie. It wasn't like, oh, it's just fashion. It was just um, sexuality. It was just it was a whole fucking package. You know what yeah. I mean? She made the shit different. Like Run DMC in '83, everybody was like, you know, rhyming a certain way. The music sounded a certain way. Run DMC came out '83, '84, that era, and completely shook the shit up. Kim, in her own right, did that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Why don't we hop out into another break, and uh, then we'll come back with what we're listening to this week. Word, word. Hello, lovelies. This is Arden Marine, and you may know me from Chelsea Lately or Shameless, or more recently as Regina Sinclair on Insatiable on Netflix. I want to tell you about my podcast, Will You Accept This Rose, where we recap all the seasons of the Bachelor franchise, and we are very excited to talk about the new season of The Bachelor with Matt James. Each episode, we bring in amazing celebrity guests, and we have a bunch of amazing guests planned to cover this season with us, including Lance Bass, Ashley I from The Bachelor franchise. Paget Brewster, Doug Benson, Jerry Trainer, Rob Benedict, Lauren Lapkus, Brian Safi, Ross Matthews, Kate Micucci, Scott Ackerman, Miles Gray, Lacey Mosley, Michelle Collins, and more. If you watch the Bachelor franchise, you're going to love hanging with us while we get into the hot details of the show. You may have other choices in Bachelor podcasts, but none that are this funny, and we are truly fans. Catch our episodes every Wednesday and listen to Will You Accept This Rose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join us on this love journey. I'm Hillary Clinton. We're between seasons on my podcast, You and Me Both. But this week, we're dropping a special bonus episode because, let's face it, these are extraordinary times. I'm talking to Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi about the violent insurrection on January 6th. I'll also be talking about how we can move forward as a country. Listen to you and me both on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, boom, right back in effect. Um, so what what are you uh what have you been listening to this week? Um, so, uh, shout out to the homie S Wes. We, uh, interviewed him a few months ago. I mean, it yeah, feels yeah. like three years ago now because it was <laughs> pandemic time. So I, I was sitting outside on my deck. <laughs> yeah. We did that interview. Yeah. How about that? It was yeah. all like nice and warm and like the sun was on me and shit. Yeah. Um, and now you, it's, it's a, a fucking apocalypse outside. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking freezing out. Makes no sense. Um, terrible. Yeah, if you haven't seen that interview, I think the whole interview is actually up on our YouTube page at Serious Rap Shit Podcast. Um, so if you want to go check that out, it's actually up there. And I don't remember what episode number it is, but it's titled like the interview with S. West. Um, so uh, S, uh, he released a video and it's two singles in a video this week. Um, so he released uh, two singles, one called So Solid and another called Promegranate. Um, and there's a video for So Solid. Um, uh, so So Solid, we've actually had for you know a couple months, he sent uh, this song and another song over um, 
a, few, a little while ago. So, mm-hmm. like, I wanted to talk about this record for a while because I, I fucking love it. Um, yeah. But uh, super melodic and, like, just vibey and dope. Like it's a it's a it's a really dope record. Um, Pomegranate is just like like it's it. What's crazy is like So Solid is super like chilled out and um, and just like wavy. Pomegranate is a complete mm-hmm. different vibe. Um, right, right. Uh, but like both super dope. Um, and S did like a bunch of the well, like Poorhouse did a bunch of the production, uh, which is like. S and L's, um, mm-hmm. they did a bunch of production on the Young's Teflon record that we talked about last week. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I really fuck with this record. I know you said you you listened to it too. Yeah, yeah. The um the So Solid joint is like the one for me. Pomegranate yes. is dope too. So Solid is like really fucking pretty. You know, I like pretty music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love So Solid. Like So Solid is my shit. Um, this shit's dope. And uh, I really fuck with this um, joint. Uh, trust and believe that it, the video will be on the playlist that goes up tomorrow um, for the record, uh, for the podcast for this week. Um, but also, uh, I checked out uh, Static Selectors, The Balancing Act. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you check that out this week? Yeah, yeah. I've been rocking it. He, he He's like kicking ass on these beats. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like... <laughs> At the end of the day, beat wise, it's always gonna be solid. Static Selector is a fucking monster. Um, yeah, yeah. What I love about Static, uh, well, his records are, he finds interesting combinations to put together. Right, right. So like he has Paul Wall and Benny the Butcher on a record together, and it does not sound mm-hmm. weird. Like you know what I mean? It makes sense though. Like it yeah, because like. Even Static Selector, uh, I want to say a year or it's probably uh, last year, he did that record where he basically live streamed him making an album and like all these different people were coming in like Bun B and shit and like it it makes sense that he fuses because he's dabbled in like that uh like down south kind of you know working with like southern mcs Mm -hmm. and putting them like on his beats that are like you know what you would typically call like east coast beats so he he plays with those like different combinations really well yeah i mean on this record he has a bun b and havoc feature that's like where they where they're talk basically they're talking about like uh pimp c and prodigy mm-hmm. yeah. and like there's a there's a line havoc says and it made me think about us because we just um so we just mentioned uh we did a few uh we popped up on um another podcast we'll talk about that a little bit but um and we we realized like it's been like 25 or 26 years of friendship between us yeah and havoc has a line that says i've known you longer than i didn't know you Mm-hmm. And like we were like 14, 15 years old when we first met and known each other 10 plus more years than we didn't know each other. Right, right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And like he said that and it made me think, like, holy shit, like 
That and I mean that's the relationship I have with like you and Node and Steve and Justin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my man Joey, Whole like crew. a bunch of us. Like you know what I mean? We all I've known you guys longer than I didn't know y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a blessing as a friendship to have. Like you know what I mean? Because fuck man, like there's a lot of people that you've met. How many people have you met and passed through your life in that time? Yeah. Um, as niggas, we used to like hang and like. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even see them niggas no more. Oh, you know what I mean. Um, so I think, uh, so like I, I know. So what I'm, what I was trying to get to is like just the combinations that Static has on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, that that locks the well the Jada Kiss and uh, Styles joint with uh, terminology. Terminology, it's, I like that a lot. Yeah, that joint super dope. Like all these like soundscapes are super are really lush and beautiful. Um and like he's good for that. The joint he has with uh Black Thought is fucking crazy. Um, Right, he ain't get nobody to rhyme with Black Thought though. No, no, (laughs) he's just like, all right, you you get a solo joint. I guarantee you, he gave that record to somebody else to be like, yo, you want to hop on this record with Thought? Motherfuckers heard Thought verse and was like, nah, I'm good. Nah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Fuck, I'm gonna hop on this for um. No, it's good. I think I think y'all got it. Yes, exactly. He's like, no, no, you know what? Like, I think my verse would like crowd this record, and I don't want to yeah. like hop on that one. Um, he's going to take it off. Yeah, he's got a joint with uh, Joey Badass and Nas on here. I like, like that a lot. I think yeah. Joey Badass and Nas work. Yeah, they work well yes. together on that shit. Yeah, so there's like a lot of dope combinations on here. Um, Dave East and Method Man. I like that. Yeah, shit. yeah that record's really good, and they fit together that really shit was well. Hard. Yeah. yeah yeah there's a um your man fly anakin's on here like nice. yeah it's a dope 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 collection of mcs and like crazy beats um i would definitely say check out the balance in that by static selector um yeah, and absolutely so solid and pomegranate by s west that's e-s-s underscore w-e-s-t uh w-w-w-e yeah w-e-s-t um yeah. uh and uh, other than that, um, that's all I've been listening. Did you listen to anything else this week? No, nah, no, nah, that's the main uh, two joints that I fucked with. Yeah, um, shout out to the homie Ben Kalisi. Uh, Cal- maybe that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, he released a record. I did. I only listened to like the first two records on there, um, uh, but it's called Denny's, and um, it's on Bandcamp. Uh, and the Denny, the first track on there is the Denny's joint, and like it's just like, yo, it doesn't matter if you hate this place, you'll end up there at the end of the night. Like it's oh, a really shit. dope record. Um, <laughs> I think people should go check that joint out. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, um, we were on a podcast called The Next Movement. Uh, we recorded yeah. that shout Friday. Out Next Movement. Yeah, shout yeah. out Next Movement. We we were on that on Friday, and we were talking about some of our favorite records for the year. Yeah. Um, we both gave uh, three different records, and then uh, Rob and E both dropped their favorite, their three favorite records for the year. Yeah. Um, we'll still be doing our like listing like our for ourselves because we'll expand it out probably to five. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, we used to do 10. I think we did 10 for like two years. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Ooh, 10 is a lot. <laughs> that long. Yeah. Um, 10 is a lot. Uh, 
but um so we we were on that uh, that will drop sometime this week um as soon as it drops we'll you know we'll be sharing it on our socials um yeah but it was really fun i really enjoyed myself i want to thank them again for having us on um, yeah it was cool uh me and you both have said a million times we love playing away games mm-hmm. um so you know uh it was it was a great time i i really had a good time on there um and uh other than that, you know, you can find us at Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Indie underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. That's I-N-D-I underscore SRS on Twitter. You are John the Liberator. Oh, no, you're John, John Liberator. Underscore. Yeah, John yeah, underscore yeah. Liberator. I always get that in my... Because your email is, yeah, has yeah. the Liberator in it. Um, so, uh, John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. Um uh, do not look for us on Facebook. Um, also, uh, you can find us at SeriousRapShit.com. Um, there's an exclusive video there. There is also a um, merchandise there that you can pick up. Um, mm-hmm. Go buy us a t- go buy a t-shirt from us um, and throw us some money. We could use it. Yep. Um, you don't want us to go back to doing crime? No, no. And I have <laughs> a, a, a ski mask and gloves waiting. Like, it's ready yeah. to go. So I don't, own so many black forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, no, like, I buy black hoodies all the time. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just just, just for the jokes. Yeah, just waiting. <laughs> um, and, like, dude, we got to wear masks now. So, like, pff, I mean... <laughs> That's um, half the battle. Yeah. Um... And uh, there's, oh, the Boss Ice uh, hoodies and t-shirts are still available at, at um, Instance Trap and Yoga. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, like, part of the proceeds go to helping families uh, with legal aid who were separated at the border. Um, sure. We still have a fucking humanitarian crisis going on there. Um, so, you know, if you want to go support that, that would be love. Um, other than that, uh, like I said, we've talked about it a couple times. I don't know what we can officially say yet. Uh, so I won't say anything in particular. Yeah, yeah. But be prepared, especially like come January. Be prepared for a lot more visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do not like looking at us, you're gonna really <laughs> hate it. Because, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, we 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 are going to be in y'all faces a lot. Um, and I'm super excited about it. I can't wait to start uh, giving you guys some more, like it's some different content, not just like yeah. us talking shit. Um, I mean, us talking shit is going to be a part of it, but <laughs> a different part. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, other than that, yo, we'll be back next week. Some more fire for you. Peace. Peace. Serious Rapture is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.
If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.